What's going on with your world, Stormy J. Prag? Yes, the illustrious one, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell so you can get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. As a matter of fact, if you want to communicate with us, you can always follow us at the bandwagon radio. Email us, thebandwagonradio at gmail.com if you want to submit anything to us as well. It is time for the rundown. This is a special edition where we sit down with artists across the world and give them the chance to open up about their artistry and about their personal life and sit down with the bandwagon. And today's like no other, of course. So today we've got a special guest on the phone lines representing Rockford, Illinois. My man Richie Carter is on the line. What's going on, Richie? Hey, what's up? How you doing today, bro? Good. How you doing? I am great. I am great. Trying to open up some conversation. Uh, you got the new record, Dark Hearts. Great record, by the way, first and foremost. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So talking about the record, let's get started there. I, I think that's a good way to, to open up conversation with you because uh, the record for me, it was different. It was very different. Uh, soulful, sultry vibe with it. Um, I love the production. The writing, writing seems to be a key for you from hearing this record and just listening to the lyrics. <coughs> I, I really get yeah. a feel that, that you're big on writing. Um, a lot of great content and substance in your lyrics. Uh, I could definitely hear this record on Top 40, hip-hop radio, um, and I definitely look forward to hearing more. So let's talk about Dark Hearts and where that record came about. Where did, where did that come from? Um, the song's about my fiance. Uh, we're about to have a baby and stuff, but we've been together for like a year and a half, and it kind of uh, just goes about like how our relationship started and like where we were at when we started the relationship and things like that. Okay, so it's taken from a personal stance or actual personal life uh, experience, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Definitely got a, a vibe of that from the record. It didn't. It didn't seem like it was necessarily just writing us. It seemed like the writer had some type of connection to the to the content um so i definitely caught that part um let's talk to him a little bit about your background being from rockford illinois uh talk to my listeners what what's your family landscape like talk to me a little bit about richie carter the artist and coming from illinois um i'm just a regular dude from illinois work um i'm close with the family that i still have left and that's where most of my time spent these days I'm about to have a baby in nine days. Congratulations, brother, to you and your lady. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, but, yeah, I'm just a wake-up-go-to-work-and-come-home type of dude for the most part. Nowadays, I've calmed down a lot. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Well, talk to Be me. chill, dude. Before the, the family life, like, what was Richie Carter, what was – Richie Carter's lifestyle like or life like that kind of led you into being the groomed young man and artist that you are today? <laughs> um, it started out, I, I used to get into a lot in trouble, like up until like my mid-20s. I started calming down in my mid-20s and then um, I tried to travel a bit, like just in the country. I'd go to California a few times a year and stuff like that. and was just like out there living the single bachelor life, just out partying and stuff a lot. Like I think I went back to school in my late 20s and I went and got my associate's degree and then got more into making money and stuff like that, more money. But before that, yeah, I tried to get as much experience as I could. Understand that, understand that. What do you enjoy or appreciate most about music and creating music as an artist? Um, 
I'd say the feeling it gives you and like the way it can bring up memories or bring up a moment, how you felt in that moment, like stuff like that. It's more personal. Nice. So you're, you're big, obviously, on things pulling from real life and, you know, life yeah, yeah. That's good. That's beautiful when I can see and tell that an artist is really not only just like giving us music, but giving us a piece of them, essentially. Yeah, it's really nice. I appreciate that kind of stuff. Who inspires you musically? And what is it about them that, that kind of inspires you? Who would you say you kind of look up to in the music game or just coming up as a young, uh, young aspiring artist? I grew up, like, really inspiring by, like, Tupac. That was, like, my biggest inspiration and, like, musical influence when I was younger as far as, like, a human being goes and, like, a, like, a person who was like just passionate and out there being himself and uh, he he was just a really inspirational dude um for like music and inspiring to like make music i got like big into lil wayne and jay-z and drake and stuff like that for like the music i make now that's kind of where that inspiration came from from those styles nice nice okay i can see that i can definitely hear some of those influences in the music what are uh, some of the people that, that deserve some acknowledgement on this latest project? Um, Jay Cassis is the producer, and then DJ Neil, my engineer. I've been working with him for like 10 years, and that dude's just great. Um, but them are the two dudes that helped put it together, and then Starlight PR has been helping to push the music. Because I had another song out uh, earlier, actually shoot, last year, maybe earlier this year. But yeah, but it's the same people through and through with the music. Small but quality. Nice, nice. Quality is always better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you prepare to record? Like, what what space do you get into when you like to record? Are you a guy well, who likes to be alone? Are you, you like people around? Do you like a good environment? Do you like a relaxed lighting and setting? Like, what's that decor? What does that look like for you, for Richie Carter, when he records? Um, it varies. A lot of this album, I was smoking and drinking and stuff a lot. And, like, I... <laughs> I'd sit by myself or I'd be out with people, but then I would just sit alone. Like I'd, I'd go to a bar and probably sit at the bar by myself and write songs sometimes with like an AirPod in or something. Um, but because I, I still like to go out and see people in the mix of making sometimes because yeah. kind Drawing of like draw something from it. Yeah, I can dig that. Yeah. Sometimes being in that moment can inspire you too. So I can yes. Do you have any fears when it comes to recording or performing? Like, is there anything that scares you or frightens you or that you're still nervous about? Um, not with, like, recording. I'm still, like, I've gotten a lot better at performing in, the, like, the last few shows that I had done. But it's still, like, I try to I try to perform without any backup vocals and stuff like that. So, like, I get anxious of making mistakes and, like not having the right cadence or my voice cracking or running out of breath. Like I get scared of those kind of things, but the more you do it, the more comfortable you get with it. So yeah, consistency is key. You know, I try to tell any artist that, I mean, any, uh, any chance you can get to be in front of people or perform and, you know, just, just touch the people, touch that crowd or that audience. That's a beautiful thing just within itself. How do you stay focused on your mission, especially like with a uh, COVID-19 going on and different things in the world and you still got to be a family man and, you know, you still got to bring in ends meet and try still being an aspiring artist. How does Richie Carter handle everything? What does that process look like? 
man, um, right now I'm trying to do all that and get back on track just with the baby coming. And I just bought a house and that kind of stuff. Like a lot, all that's a lot, a lot of time and energy and stuff that it takes. And then trying to move up in the corporate world, yeah. that kind of thing. I've been like, all of it's just kind of happening at once right now. So I'm trying to get focused back on music from all of it. But I think trying to keep the right things around you are a big help. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build a studio in the house that we just bought. Nice. And I'm hoping once I get that, I can get like a little center set up in my home so everything's easy access. That definitely helps. So I can, <laughs> yeah, it, it is. I can testify to that. I'm, I'm talking to you from a home-built studio right now. Yeah, yeah man. It helped. It helped things uh, when you when you got to, you know, especially in a time like this right now with, with the things, with the temperature of the world, it's good to be able to still put in that work, you know, even if it has to be closed off away from everyone, you know, still being able to be productive and, and create content. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of the climate, how do you feel about today's music and artists climate? Like, what do you think about today's artistry in the music? I mean, I, I really like it for, like, someone that grew up on, like, Tupac and more lyrical storytelling music and stuff like that. I still, like, I understand the form of expression in the art, in it, and there's still people out there doing lyrics and things like that. So mm-hmm. I'm, still, I'm still satisfied with the current hip-hop and R&B and rap industry and the music they put out from not the like main mainstream but like i'm i've been like crazy on jid and joiner lucas right now so okay. people like that still exist and that's nice but i still young thug and all those uh rosie bird and stuff like that i still listen to that like on a decent basis also so, are so you, it's all different and it all sounds good are you would you say you follow you follow more of the mainstream or more of the indies right now I'd say more of the indie. Um, I don't really like a lot of the stuff that's like super popular right now aren't songs that I'm like really interested in listening to. I still more go off like finding my own playlist and yeah. still digging for new music and things like that. Okay. To all my listeners out there, describe Richie Carter. Who is Richie Carter? Why are um, you Richie Carter? Me? Uh, to keep like honesty and storytelling alive to put a different image out there especially for hip-hop and stuff like that like with the dark heart song where most like a lot of a lot of artists are out there talking about multiple women and like you know keep keep a plethora and like don't commit and stuff like that whereas i have a whole song about like making a woman a priority in your life and things like that like there's just different values and virtues that i think matter that I try to put into the music that make it more of an essential thing for the current state of music, hip hop. Nice, nice. And and I want to applaud you and commend you too because you know some people would rather go with the masses and and play along to the same beat essentially. Um, and I think it's big for our artists to step out there and 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 be creative and 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 push that envelope of what they feel i mean because that's what artistry is it's about what you feel you know and then some people are going to agree some people are not you just focus on those ones that 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 open and feel where you're coming from or want to be receptive to what you're what you're putting out yeah i still believe in that yeah i applaud you brother do you you know what i'm saying (laughs) i tell anybody do you you know what i'm saying don't do what the next man doing that's already been done do you 
Yes, exactly. And I don't want to make a song to pander to like, I don't want to change like what I'm passionate about doing and doing things how I enjoy to like satisfy someone that would like put out as a deal for a different sound. Mm. Like I don't want to change up my sound to sell or anything like that. Well, that's good that you have morals when it comes to, you know, valuing your craft, you know, because some people will do exactly that, sell out. <laughs> like, yeah, for real. And I applaud anyone that stays true and steadies the course, all right? What's most important to you when it comes to uh, releasing your music and projects? What's like um, at the top of that list? I think, like, setting up the, like, networking connections before releasing it. Like, that's the most important part, knowing, like, what platform it's going to hit and who you're going to have sharing it and things like that and where you can get a stream of people drawn from. I'm still, like, that's, like, my goal for, like, this year, maybe next. We'll see with everything with the baby. But I want to, like, put more money into, like, strategized marketing and advertising and stuff like that. So that's a great segue into the next question. How important is making the right investments for you? Yeah, that's very, very important. That's like life or death, make it or break it. And I have spent money in the wrong ways in music before. Talk to us about so that. What, how, what type of experiences have you went through uh, on the negative side where you feel like, nah, that wasn't a good move. I probably shouldn't have done that. Uh, my biggest losses were like, I've put my own shows together and had like artists come out and I've had, like I've lost thousands of dollars in doing that specific, like mainly off of one event really like other ones I've made and raised money, but I've lost some decent thousands from just being too eager, like just not doing enough research before I put my money in and not like pre-planning enough before I commit to an investment like that. What would you say to other aspiring artists as far as trying to make those those calls, those decisions, like a good decision versus a bad decision? How would you explain that to them uh, the best way possible, having experienced it? Man, I know I know people say, like, think twice about things, but think a few times before you go and spend a bunch of money, like, <laughs> sit and take notes of the pros and cons, like do all the little stupid stuff that you think you shouldn't need to do. Cause I used to think that stuff was stupid and I was like, I don't need to do that. But now like when I look back, I'm like, man, I really should have weighed things out differently. But being eager, you know, that I don't put all that aside. Yeah. Let me ask you a personal question. Are you, are you afraid of failure? Um, when it comes to maybe a little bit, but I'm, artist. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I think, like, everybody has that, like, just what-if mentality at times, but I'm a lot... I'd rather fail than not try. So, in the sense I've accepted that failure, like, in everything I do, whether it be music or work or anything like that, there's, like, a chance that you're going to fail at some point in it, but, like, a failure isn't a permanent thing, so that's kind of my attitude towards failure. What's one major positive thing you can appreciate about the industry? What's uh, one thing I can appreciate about what? About the industry, about the music industry. What's one positive uh, thing? Um, the, like, raw form of expression, the, like, variety that you get to see of people expressing themselves musically. Like, that's the thing I appreciate the most. Hmm. Nice. 
When we talk about a negative, what's one positive? Uh, excuse me. We talked about the positive. What's one negative thing you dislike about the music industry? Well, I feel like there's a lot of um, people just putting out songs that like meet the standard of, oh, this is going to make people bob their heads or something. And like, you know, this will get people to listen to you for consecutive times or like, I think that there's a bad trend of that that I don't like or appreciate that it like, I think that draws away from what I appreciate so much about the music, like the uniqueness and the like raw personal expression of emotion from people. So like the try to sound the same to sell thing. That, that can be disheartening. Yeah. I definitely can see that. How important is the networking to you? We talked about it briefly yep. a little bit. Uh, you just getting around, moving around. So how important is that to you? Yeah, that's like the foundation. That's like one of the most essential parts. That's what I did a lot before I settled down to where I am now. Like I would go and record in other studios in LA or Chicago and things like that, just so I could be somewhere where I could meet people that do different things in the industry. That's like what led me into doing shows and traveling more. Dope, dope. Yeah, now that's big right there. I do like to see artists moving and mixing in different circles when it comes to recording utilizing different producers sometimes just to like you say just to move around and get to know a couple other industry you know others that have credits others that are working in the industry you know they the the goal is to have have them say your name you know at some point in time yeah definitely what's richie carter's main goal in the music industry what would you say is your main goal for your brand my main goal for music, um, man, I want to say just build up a like a nice following, not like anything huge. Like my like initial idea going into making music the way I am now is to make an indie career out of it, something that would last long, but it wouldn't do too much, but it would like do enough to keep my name out there into an inspire people like the like that was the main purpose of the music was for continuous inspiration for other people like for them to listen to one of my songs and be like yo i'm going through that right now and this is going to help me through it and then to hear that story back from a fan and stuff like that describe your biggest regret in this music industry thus far like what was something you've experienced and you like that i really regret that um investing too much money into the Long areas like like show so the show that I did. That's still okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like I regret that. <laughs> <laughs> it does, man. And it was it, I, I think it was like the, that whole two years. I was just I just had like made a bunch of money like doing dumb stuff, and I was like, this money isn't that important, so I can just you know every every single thing I'm just gonna invest in that, invest in that. All oh, this is gonna be cool, and I just uh, I was just ignorant. I was just. Well, didn't know what to big. do with the money. I, I've had those moments too, where it's like <laughs> it, the the answer could be the same answer for multiple questions, depending on what the question is. And that, <laughs> for real, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those it's things like where that. you're like, "Yo, I really that was one of the bad mistakes I made that I'm holding on to." This is one yeah. of those reminders to hopefully not have to go through any of those type of bad decision making uh, moves again, right? Yeah, man. I think with that one, like that whole thing, like I think Twi Twister tried to sue me. Uh, man, the, oh, it was so bad. Just a whole failed concert, dude. 
Yeah. Oh, I'll never forget it. But I mean, you got to take the good with the bad. You know, you you some experiences do build you. You know, you know what to do and what not to do next time. Yes. It can be scary navigating this game, but you know, we we can do it. We can make it with the right support. You know, and the right, like you said, just going through it sometimes or watching somebody else go through it and, and taking from them. Yeah. Absolutely. If you could go back into your childhood, what what advice would you have for your adult self? Well, don't get discouraged because the more practice, the better you get. And save your money and be more wise with spending it. <laughs> I could have been saving money. Like, I think about all the, uh, I would have been out here. <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> you can really count back all the dollars missed, right? Yeah. <laughs> you got all the things I did. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about the record a little bit again. Dark Hearts. Of course, I'm going to let you introduce it in just a moment. Um, What was like, how did you get that sultry vibe? Like, do you, you, you seem to have a little bit of soul in you, brother. Like, what, what made you choose that type of music and wh- why this genre? Well, really, a lot of that was just the guy that I usually go to for beats. That was a lot of what he had at the time. And then, like, the whole song, like, me and my fiance started dating the night of my mother's funeral. Like, it's like a really dark story. So I was already in a really dark place at the time. So I wrote two EPs through it. And I think it was just kind of, like, my way of venting out my personal life because I was going through a lot of stuff at that time. So... It was really just, you know, pouring my soul into the songs at that point. Yeah, definitely caught that that soul. Like I said, one thing I can appreciate from your music, just from hearing the few records I have heard, is, you know, that connection again, you know, with the music. It's, it's more than just I'm putting out something. I really get a authentic feel that it's you bleeding out, essentially, on the paper, you know. Um, yeah, like the, all 12 songs are kind of like that. I think, yeah, it was 12 songs. They're all pretty personal and pretty emotional. But I think you can get your best work from that, you know? That's where classics so. classics usually come from. He said, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, And I was just talking to someone earlier today about like me trying to make a song that's more catchy with what's popular now, but like I've tried to do that, and I just... I couldn't if I wanted to. Like, Yeah, I'm big on not forcing anything, you know? I yeah, you, you should, should never, especially with creativity. Yeah, I don't I don't think you should force it. I think when it's natural and it comes out realistic, that's when you're going to get the best out of it. And when we're talking about quality, I think that's what you should go for, you know? Yes. What's coming up for Richie Carter? What, any other projects on the way that my listeners should be on the lookout for? Um, I actually just, I have, I have probably like 40 or 50 songs recorded besides these ones, but I found the tape that I had put together on my phone. So I'm going to like track down all the waves to all that, but it was called 815. It's just like, a my area code's 815. So some of the people had this like 815 thing going. So it's kind of like a little hometown title. Um, but I can't remember how many songs it is, but they're all they're all good songs that I like totally forgot I had that are nice. So I'm gonna try to work on putting that out um, after I get the like computer and studio and everything set up and can get back to work. And then I want to record like another five or six track EP. I was gonna call it "The Kids Are Watching," 
the kids are watching. Like that was going to be a more, yeah, I was going to do a more lyrical, like um, State of Union, current events type music. Okay, okay. So the kids are watching essentially is speaking to the youth. I'm yeah, and to like the adults, going... people my age and stuff, and the like young adults that are inspiring the kids and stuff like that. Because I think a lot of people forget how influential how influential our actions are on children and things like that. So it's kind of like uh, set an example type music. That's a good point. That that actually raises a a, a fresh question out of my mind. Um, how do you feel like artists is your position or place to be a spokesperson essentially for the community? Yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like, um, doing it musically is one of the best ways. Like when I was back in college, I still might go back and like teach college classes or something. Like I wanted to be a teacher, okay. but I, I'd rather do teaching through music because people actually like want to listen to music more yeah. than people want to listen a to a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a bridge that can connect those that, you know, may even come from different backgrounds. So, yeah. Okay, that's dope. That's dope right there. All right. Well, for all my listeners out there, how can they follow you? How can they follow Richie Carter? Um, you can just search me on Facebook. Just type in Richie Carter. I'll be the one that pops up for music. Um, I'm on YouTube under the same thing. Just search Richie Carter on Twitter and Instagram. It's L. Richie Carter, so just E.L. Richie Carter. And then I'm on Spotify and Apple and Pandora and SoundCloud and all that. You just search Richie Carter. My man, it was a pleasure talking to you. Rockford, Illinois' own Richie Carter. Go ahead and release the new record for him right now. It's my new track, Richie Carter, Dark Hearts, off the Sappy Hour EP. Y'all turn it up right here. The Bandwagon Radio. Let go. Drinking, just thinking about you Girl, I know you got a few demons around you Wish you could see what I saw when I found you Wish I could always feel I feel around you I've been up drinking, just thinking about you Girl, I know you got a few demons around you Wish you could see what I saw when I found you Wish I could always feel I feel around you I ain't felt this feeling in a minute, oh. And we don't really feel it till it's finished too You keep looking in the mirror for a different you I keep looking in your eyes, I won't forget the view What do you mean? Tell me there's any way you'd rather be Than whatever with me We'll take a plane and we'll change the degree If you won't take it from anyone out here I suggest that you take it from me Get straight from the jump They know me come clean, yeah Tell me what do you dream I wanna see you become something with me Something so tight Something so tight, nothing come in between Tonight is a night We're wide awake in our dreams I tell her I love her She say the same to me I've been up drinking, just thinking about you Girl, I know you got a few demons around you Wish you could see what I saw when I found you Wish I could always feel I feel around you I've been up drinking, just thinking about you Girl, I know you got a few demons around you Wish you could see what I saw when I found you Wish I could always feel I feel around you 
Is it real? Is it real? Is this it for us? If you feel how I feel, throw them fingers up. This is everything our life never was. I love you cause you're opposite to everyone. You're unique and I love your physique. You wear your heart on your sleeve, now you do nothing but bleed. You've been cutting so deep, it probably f***s up your sleep. I just hope you forget it at night when you're clutching to me. I put my head on your chest and I write a song to your beat. We got distance between us, that's not a problem to me. If I wanna see you, I head east. You're two days down the street. That's for hours by plane, now I'm back and forth every week. Yeah. I've been, I've, been, I've been up drinking just thinking about you Girl, I know you got a few demons around you Wish you could see what I saw when I found you Wish I could always feel how I feel around you I've been up drinking just thinking about you Girl, I know you got a few demons around you Wish you could see what I saw when I found you Wish I could always